0: This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 81 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees or Knicks analysis than by tuning in to this podcast right here, right now. Um, so episode 81 tonight, just our uh, traditional episode recapping the last couple of games and then we're just going to talk a little bit, you know, on the state of the team and what's to come and the typical junk with the New York Knicks. But yeah, I mean, it's two more games, two more games um, went by and two more losses piled up. They played the Hornets the other night in Charlotte. Um, I, You know, the three players that I liked what I saw that that night was um, Alonzo Trier, Finally being let out of the doghouse, um, he scored 15 points in 16 minutes. He was six out of eight from the field, and 13 of his 15 points came in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, he hit some big shots in that fourth quarter for the Knicks. Um, he, I believe, you know, the Knicks were down 15 at one point in the game, um, but Trier had a big 13-point fourth quarter where he helped cut that cut that deficit. Did I say the Knicks had a lead, or did I say the Knicks were down? The Knicks were down 15 at one point in the game. But Trier helped cut that deficit down in the fourth quarter with 13 points. And he hit a big shot with just under three minutes remaining in that in that game. And he cut the lead to two at that point. And so he was big. Obviously, the Knicks couldn't pull away with the victory. They ended up taking the loss. But I liked what I saw from Trier. Maybe, maybe... Maybe it means he's finally going to be let out of the doghouse because he did play again tonight. Only 10 minutes, but the signs are at least there that they're actually starting to play him back-to-backs now, which is good. You know, they played him in back-to-back games, which that's something I'm going to take a look at and, and you know, I guess be somewhat optimistic about. But the downside of that is that Damian Dotson is now sitting in games, For some reason, the Knicks can't figure out a way to play both of these guys and maybe sit someone like Bullock, sit someone like Ellington, who both have been playing lately, Ellington tonight and Bullock, actually, too. But as far as that Hornets game went, yeah, it was a good game. cheer played well. Robinson had a tremendous game. Um, He finally was allowed to play 30 minutes. 30 minutes of ball in that game, 12 points, 16 rebounds, three blocks for the Knicks there. He was playing great out of the pick and roll as always. And he was such a tremendous defensive impact. So great on crashing the offensive glass. That's what he does. Um, So he was great out there. Just displayed his talent, right? When he plays 30 plus minutes, this guy is a walking double double. He's a guy who could be a three, four block threat and just impact the game tremendously. He's the Knicks most efficient, most productive. And in my own personal opinion, Mitchell Robinson is the Knicks most um, exciting player. So, keep playing the guy like 30 minutes. Just, it's time to start him though. Um, but he played well. Dennis Smith Jr. only shot 4 out of 12. But I like the fact that he took 12 shots in 23 minutes. Um, he only he scored 9 points too. So, he was, you know, it's, it's, it's better. It's been better for him lately. Um, that he's been able to be more active out there and aggressive. Now, tonight he left the game with a concussion. So, it kind of counters that. It's like, oh great. His miserable season continues. But... Hopefully he's okay. I don't know, but it just, you know, it's there have been some bright spots lately for Dennis Smith Jr. Bobby Portis did have a little bit of a scoring binge that game. Him and Julius Randle combined for 35 points, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to talk about them. Yuck. Um, RJ Barrett a reason why he only shot 2 of 11 and 1 of 4 from deep. Again, he was set up wrong not involved early. You got to get this guy going early. I don't know how long it's going to take the Knicks to realize that you have to feed RJ early to, you know, to, to get him off to a good start. And that's how he, that's how he propels. You have to feed him early and feed him at the right time. Stop treating him as a floor spacer and put the ball in his hands and let him create that way. They did not do that that night. Um, and defensively, the Knicks had a hard time containing Terry Rozier and Devonte Graham the two combined for 47 points. The two also combined for 13 of 14 free throws, which was, you know, both those two players alone. That's just three less free throws than the entire Knicks as a team attempted. The Knicks attempted 17 free throws versus Graham and Rozier combined 14. So that was not good. The Knicks couldn't generate their own uh, offense, and they couldn't stop their uh, the uh, they couldn't stop the two backcourt players. For Charlotte, you know the Knicks have a lot of trouble with those quick, athletic guards who can dribble and shoot. Right, the Knicks have a have a tough time defending dribble penetration. They have a tough time defending shooters off the bounce. So Graham and Rozier wreaked havoc for a little bit, and the Knicks just couldn't pull that one out in Charlotte. Um, as for tonight, tonight's game in Philadelphia, um, the Knicks still took the loss despite Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons not being in that lineup tonight. Both of them are hurt. Embiid um, went down last night. Um, Simmons a few games before. He's been out for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's It was, first of all, to start this game, when I read the lineups that, oh, my gosh. When I read the lineup, I, I was just so pissed off because it says Bobby Portis starting over Taj Gibson. Right, the one game that Taj Gibson, I think he sat out with an injury. I, I um I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the injury was, but he sat out with an injury, and I'm like, oh great, this is gonna be Mitchell Robinson's chance to shine. No, we get fucking Portis. <laughs> we get Bobby Portis, and it's just uh, Jesus Christ. Portis ended up scoring seven points, and he was horseshit just like usual, but. The good thing about this is Mitchell Robinson did start the second half. They did put him out there in the lineup to start the uh, you know to come out of the gate in the third period. So that was good. And for a second consecutive game, Mitchell Robinson played 32 minutes, over 30 minutes. So that was great and he wasn't scoring like he did the other night, but he only scored half of that of, of what he had the other night. He scored six points, but he still rebounded eight. Um, I believe he blocked three shots. His defensive presence was there. His offense was there. He was three out of three, but that was the thing I was kind of pissed off about is that without Embiid, right? Without their rim protector, the Knicks, um, the Sixers were, you know, they were vulnerable inside that paint and the Knicks should have exploited that, but they didn't, they, they, they didn't, they barely use Mitchell Robinson in pick and roll. Despite the, uh, you know the center being wide open down there, and you know the lane was open for Mitch to just run P all day and abuse him there. But they didn't. They only gave him three shot attempts. Um, I thought he and RJ had a great one-two uh, uh, pick and roll man uh, pick and roll game. There's a play at the top of the fourth quarter where they ran a nice play and RJ connected with Mitch and threw down a lot, who threw down the lob. But they didn't run it often. RJ and Mitch should they should have you know Mike Miller should have had them. Um, sequencing a couple times but he didn't he didn't have Mitchell Robinson abusing like he should have I thought it could have been much better for the Knicks in terms of the outcome of this game if they use Mitchell Robinson more often than they did tonight but I did like that he played 32 minutes you know for a second consecutive night they're playing in big minutes and he's staying out of foul trouble so that's big for both the Knicks as an organization to, to finally realize oh, maybe we should play this guy more and it's big for Mitchell Robinson to hope you know as we hope he can continue to um discipline up here but uh who else do i got tonight uh rj barrett had a strong game it was a nice bounce back game for rj barrett he scored 15 points he dished out five assists and he rebounded six um he shot fairly efficient six out of 13 and he was passing a lot tonight you know he was distributing from the start i could, i noticed it in the first quarter a number of passes in that first quarter and that led to five assists overall but he did a lot more passing than the stat sheet says so it was good to see him with the ball in his hands again it was good to see him running the point a couple of times throughout the night that was good i like to see that um dennis smith jr before he was taken out before the second half he had a, r- a little bit of a reckless first half it wasn't great definitely one of his um worst games of late where he just he was reckless, got blocked at the rim, uh, turned it over a couple times, over dribbling, you know, the usual DSJ stuff, um, and you know the Knicks just couldn't defend the arc tonight. 15 out of 31 for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, 48%, and the Knicks outside of the only highlight I'm showing here in this video. If you're watching the video cast on YouTube, you could see that the only highlight I'm showing here on the screen is Mo Harkless. Because he had a big time third quarter. Without his third quarter, where he hit five of six three pointers, um, the Knicks without his three point shooting, the Knicks were three out of sixteen. If you take Harkless out, they were three out of sixteen on the night. So you take three out of sixteen versus Philadelphia's fifteen for thirty one. That's pretty depressing. <laughs> so Harkless shooting was very much needed in that in that third quarter to help bring the Knicks back in this game. He was on fire. He ended up scoring 15 of his 17 total points in that third. Again, all of them off of those three-pointers that he was hitting. So, Mark Mo Harkless, uh, R.J. Barrett, nice. Mitchell Robinson. Alonzo Trier, again, it was good to see him play last night, and he played, you know, he scored 15 and 16 minutes. Tonight, he played just 10 minutes. They diminished his minutes a little bit. I don't know why, but he, again, he ended up, Scoring six points on three out of five shooting. And this is what he does, man. Um Alonzo Trier gives you instant offense off the bench. He's always efficient, too. So whenever you look at him, you always look at the box score, and you're always seeing him shoot over 50%, over 50%, over 50%. He's a very efficient scorer for somebody who's, you know, isolation heavy and who relies on himself to, to get open and... He had a couple of nice looks tonight. He had that nice step back jumper on the baseline where he created a ton of space and hit the hit the hit the uh, the jumper over um was it over that shake guy whoever that that shit there's some fucking dude named shake something ended up hitting five out of five three pointers on the Knicks tonight and again 15 out of 31 overall for Philly. The Knicks could not defend the arc, um, and when you when you can't shoot well yourselves from three. And you're giving up threes on the other end. That's that's a recipe for um, a loss. And that's exactly what they got tonight. So I thought the Knicks tonight were poor when it came to shooting the three. They were actually also poor, again, when it comes to hitting their free throws. They were 58% tonight. 14 out of 24. It's, come on, we've got to start hitting our free throws. Nobody on this team hits their free throws consistently. Julius Randle can't do that. R.J. Barrett sure shit can't do that. Alfred Payton's in the 50% range. Um, Mitchell Robinson has really taken a step back month by month with his free throw shooting. It's... it's fuck. You know, shit. We don't have anybody on this team who can shoot, who could shoot foul shots. And that hurt us. You know, despite the Sixers not necessarily lighting it up in that category, if the Knicks aren't going to hit threes, if the Knicks aren't doing well from deep they're gonna to have to score somehow and they didn't really get their offense clicking tonight because of their free throw ability and you can't miss 10 free throws in a single game at a you know at a 58% rate and expect to, to, to win the game so, especially against a team like Philly who is dominant at home as bad as they are on the road and as much drama that's gone on around that around that um, that locker room, they're a dominant home team. I think they only have two or three at, at the most losses at home this season, and they're currently on a 14 game home winning streak. So the Knicks, they couldn't. It just came down to them not being able to capitalize tonight, guys. If you haven't done so already, please do uh, go follow my um, my Facebook and my Twitter at ny sports talk rc. And if you haven't followed my Instagram, that's new. Pre, uh, please do that as well. The handle there is at Rob J. Carbone. And if you haven't subscribed to BD4 on all of the different platforms, you can download it, share it, listen to it on every platform that we have. All you got to do is go to my blog to find those platforms. You can find Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, which, which is the videocast, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, um, radio public overcast castro all these platforms i've got my my uh, my podcast on so if you want to follow bd4 if you want to subscribe to it um go to my blog my website nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com to get all of those you know to get to all of those platforms um we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to wrap this one up Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you. For recording a podcast. They will pay you. And you can do it from your computer, from your phone. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and download that or go to their website which is anchor.fm to begin. It's everything you need. It is so convenient for podcasters like myself. So please guys, go download the Anchor app or go to their website, anchor.fm to begin. See you there. Randall actually finished with 29 points tonight. He was pretty dominant for the majority of the game offensively. Um, He shot over 50% from the floor. He had 10 rebounds, five assists versus one turnover. So offensively, he was very dominant out there. Um, And he hit a late shot in the, in the fourth quarter. Then he ended up hitting one out of two free throws to bring the Knicks within five, but that was about with under two minutes remaining. But then after that, it kind of fell apart a little bit for both him and the Knicks um, I think Randall and Mitch got mixed up on the following, right after he missed the the second free throw and the Knicks were down five, um, Randall, I think he and Mitchell Robinson got lost on a switch, or it ended up being a, a wide open Tobias Harris three-pointer, the Sixers, he, Harris connected on it to bring the Sixers up eight, and um, Randall then on the following possession took a terrible three-point attempt, and he, it bricked off, you know, right off the rim, and the Sixers took the ball, and that kind of sealed the deal a little bit. And um, so it always seems like whenever Randall does have a dominant line, and whenever his numbers are pretty impressive looking, he always does something late in the game to screw it all up. And so that was kind of that, you know, another one of those games, and that's the epitome of who this guy's been for us. Um, you know, he, he's give and take, right? Giveth and taketh with Julius Randall. But the Knicks just couldn't figure it out tonight once again, and they continue to lose. And hopefully at one point, you know, the Knicks can figure out a way to to mix in more kids and play their youth a little bit more. Because while we've seen some kind of positive signs when it comes to playing Trier and playing Mitchell Robinson uh, more minutes lately, it's got to be consistent. It's got to, you know, we, we can't just look at a two-game sample size where they've done better in this um in this aspect and, and build and, and you know expect it to continue. So hopefully um uh, hopefully we do something in these final days of the season. There's only about twenty something games left. Tonight was game 50, 59 of the season. So you, you do the math there and that's six, 20, 21 games remaining. Um no, twenty three. Yeah twenty three games 23, 23 games remaining. Um yeah you know just obviously they've been competing under Mike Miller um that's the one that's kind of his claim to fame is being better than David Fisdale in the win category but in terms of actually succeeding in the all-end goal here you know the end-all be-all is to get this foundation to to improve year after year and right now it's very stagnant you compare this Knicks team to the one last season not much of a difference when it comes to um you know, developing and improving everybody um, who's considered part of this core. And even from Game 1 to Game 82, you want to see some kind of progression. A lot of guys have actually regressed or just remained stagnant. So we want to see that. You know, it's, it's kind of pointless to try to chase, to try and chase wins with veterans out there who aren't even going to be here next season, the majority of them. So you might as well just, you know, go full-out youth here. And, you know, we've talked about this so much, guys. There's no point in just dragging this on, but I do want to thank you guys so much for for following along. Once again, if you haven't done so, follow me on Twitter and on Facebook at NYSportsTalkRC and follow me on Instagram at RobJCarbone. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um, And you can follow and subscribe to it on... on, um, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, the, the video cast is on YouTube, and um, plenty more. You can find all that information on my website, my blog, It's My Opinion, which is located at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Of course, all of this is either right on the screen if you're watching the videocast, or it's down in the description somewhere on the platform you are listening or watching this. So thank you guys so much for following along. Thank you for coming by. Uh, I do want to remind you that I have a great, I really, I had a really good show today. We recorded with my best friend, my cousin Mike Faschini. He 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 came over. We recorded. We talked about the XFL, the NFL, the New York Giants. We talked about the NBA, the Knicks. You know, and um, we talked about baseball, the whole Astros scandal. We talked about the Yankees and their injuries. A lot of stuff we covered in about a half hour of talking. Um, So that episode is going to be out tomorrow morning. Um, So if you're listening to this episode right here, the Knicks are tiring me out, episode 81, the episode with my cousin and I will be episode 82 out on um, Friday morning. So it's probably, as you are listening to this, it's going to be out probably currently out because you're listening to this on a Friday morning, I'm going to assume. So, bonus episodes. A lot of bonus episodes lately. Some are more emergency episodes with the injuries that's been going on with the lately with with the Yankees lately, but this is a good positive episode that's going to be out here on Friday. So, um, I'm looking forward to, to putting that up and hopefully you guys can go check that out. Um, so, thank you guys so much for following along this Has been Rob Carbone doing episode 81 of BD4 where the Knicks are tiring me out. Speaking of, I got to go edit this and I'm going to go to bed guys. Thanks so much for stopping by and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, be sure to leave a like comment subscribe share and all that fun stuff if you want to follow bd4 on all the different platforms we have all you have to do is go to my website nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com once again that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com thank you guys i'll see you next time ciao